Hey everybody, Jerome Bivens in Baltimore, and I was just uh, watching a little TV, surprise, surprise, uh, we all did a lot of TV watching while we weathered the coronavirus storm, but today I stumbled across the first season of the original Perry Mason show, which I think started back in 1957, two years before I was born. And I also ended up watching an episode or two of the original Hawaii Five-0 TV series. You know, Hawaii Five-0 with Dano and Steve McGurdon. Get him, Kono! Oh my God, my God, my God. It was such an interesting experience because Perry Mason ultimately was one of the reasons why I wanted to be a lawyer, interestingly enough, because if you ever study Perry Mason, it is so far afield from what actually happens during the course of a criminal trial. I mean, it's just, it's just it's total fiction when it comes to courtroom representation. But it's still entertaining, you know, because we all love a good murder mystery. And that's basically all the Perry Mason shows were, just murder mysteries. And, of course, the same applies for the original Hawaii Five-0 television series. And, of course, Jack Lord. Oh, boy, could you have come up with a more appropriate name? I mean, he was the consummate tough guy. Oh, my God. But he had a great, big, soft heart. You know, it was just a real interesting personality, but that that was the era. You know, tough guys with soft hearts. That was that was what sold. You know, of course they were sexist, and you know there never was an issue discussed in any of these old TV shows dealing with race. So I can't comment on race, but there was certainly a lot of sexism, and there was certainly a lot of t- a lot of a lot of smoking. I mean, just about everybody was huffing and puffing and smoking a cigarette. And, of course, I think the actor that played Perry Mason's private investigator, Paul Drake, I think his name was William Hopper, or maybe I've gotten him mixed up with the actor that played Hamilton Berger. But the point is, the actor that played Paul Drake on the original Perry Mason show died of lung cancer. And that's no surprise, because every time he saw him, he was toking a poke. He never was on screen without a cigarette. But that that was life. That was that. That was cool. You know, people smoked. And, you know, so I said to myself, you know, it's like watching TV through a mirror. And I said, yeah, but it's a, a distorted mirror because I think there was one or two episodes of the original Hawaii Five television series where black people were depicted. And, of course, you know, Hawaii has Asians, has Polynesians, has white people, has black people. Hawaii is a very diverse state, even back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. And race has always been an issue in this country. And I would suspect in Hawaii, it was not only the black-white issue, but it was the black-Asian issues. Because don't forget, don't forget, again, there's Polynesians and Asians in Hawaii Don't forget Hawaii was the subject of the Pearl Harbor attack. And don't forget after that, the United States government started interning 
Japanese people. You know, they were locking Japanese people up in these little prison camps. So we have to assume that there were and there continue to be racial issues in Hawaii. But again, when you watch these shows, it's like a distorted mirror because the issue of race never or hardly came up. But, you know, there was a lot of sexism. You know, Steve called women girls. Um, and, you know, the girls, I, you know, actually, you know, the, the Hawaii Five-O, Steve McGuire's team were state police officers. And there never was a female, uh, as far as I know. And I think I watched every episode. Of course, the same applies to Perry Mason. You know, there was a lot of sexism. And again, they didn't cover the issue of race. I do, however, recall one episode where there was, in fact, a black judge. I fell out of my chair when I saw that some years ago. But again, it's like watching life through a distorted mirror. And one thing dawned on me, and that was that white people have never been able to face the issue of race. You know, there are white people that that hate brown people, but I think the majority of white people don't hate brown people, but they harbor this tremendous guilt. They feel shame. They feel like they've done something. And on some level, white people have done something, but, but not really. White people nowadays are responsible for what they do nowadays. They're not responsible for anything that happened in the past. Now, if you are a racist, whether you're black or white, or regardless of your color, and if you perpetuate racial problems, as it were, then that's your burden, not your father's burden. And your father's burden is certainly not your burden. So it's interesting to me that white folks have never been able to deal with race. They got to get over that. They got to get over that. Because I personally, as a black person, I don't blame anybody for anything that happened yesterday. I blame you for what you do to me and my family today. Period. 